I feel like they're more actually going to be chatting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you going to sing for me? No. What? I, feel like I don't know the song to sing, and it's Inspirational Women's Day, and I feel like I just need the most uplifting song. What are your favourite uplifting songs? I'll give you one. Who Run the World, girls? Yeah. I love um, Tina Turner the Best. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favourites. You're simply a um, I also love Survivor. I'm a survivor. <laughs> it was really helpful to sing. I'm so sorry to everybody that's listening to this. My passion is singing. I just can't sing. So I'm just oh, actually, teaching. I think you can sing. I think you just struggle to remember the lyrics. That's but actually very true. <laughs> you can sing. <laughs> oh, I didn't really struggle. I just tend to make, you know, 90% of the words up and it sounds good in my head. It anyway. Let's move on. Happy International Women's Day. Oh, I love this day. Me too. And it's been really, really um, powerful. There's been so much going on at the lounge. There's literally been a Zoom call pretty much every hour. And I've been listening in and out and dipping out. And I did my one first thing in the morning. And it was so nice hearing what impact it's had. Um, The impact of the women, the the impact the women have had on each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and how you know they're talking about how much the lounge has changed their lives but really what they're really saying is you women this network of women because it isn't a physical space anymore it's it's a web of beautiful strong women that are building each other up and and that's such a lovely thing and I jumped on I overheard one of the the calls this morning and they each girl each woman was was writing a love letter to themselves and saying what they're grateful for and I had to stop listening because I welled up so much and we were doing a shoot and I was like, I've got to stop listening because I'm so proud. Of My makeup. Why I, was getting, <laughs> why, I was getting, why I was getting so emotional is because I was so proud of how far they've come. Like when I first met, and I won't say the name in case I don't want me to mention when I first met this person, she was nothing like she is today. And I think it's remarkable in the space of one year how someone can change to be such a humble, incredible, grateful, loving person. Mm. Oh, it just blew my mind. It's, it's incredible. And I'm, you know, I think everybody who is part of the lounge is, is just transformed. And, you know, you set over 100 businesses up in a year from the lounge. That's incredible. Last year, so Portsmouth um, was number one for most businesses set up in 2020. And I truly believe that when you normalise the culture of being able to live on your terms, people just start seeing someone else doing it. And I really remember, actually, and it wasn't a woman, but I remember Dave Kilby um, setting up his business and thinking, well, if he can do it, why can't everyone do that? Yeah. And it was, um, it, I don't know, just knowing and you know, someone what, done it. What I think the scariest thing is, is like, if you have an idea, you're like, right, I've got this idea and I'm, I know exactly how to do this part. I know exactly how to do this part of the idea, but I actually am so scared of doing X, Y and Z and I haven't got a clue. What the lounge has brought to people is putting the puzzle pieces together and going, actually... I can contact this person, they're going to help me, this person. And that's why so many businesses has it has been born because people mm. have been able to put the puzzle pieces together and actually make a business because that's why people are scared because they don't know how to put puzzle pieces together and they don't do it because they only know a set, like a section of that business. 
Uh, yeah, and sometimes people have got the vision, but they don't have the practical steps to take it. And sometimes it might just be that they don't have the support around them to actually mm. action it, because sometimes the people around them are the naysayers. And they, yeah, and they, you can't do that. Oh, you're never going to make money from that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and now, actually, sometimes it just takes someone believing in you and you being able to say, this is my idea. It might sound a little bit crazy, but Pixar sounded, you know, digital mm. video sounded crazy at one point. Um, cartoons sound, sounded crazy at one point. It's only when someone smashes through the next glass ceiling that you, you know, then it becomes a thing. But like I remember when Tate was setting up her, she wanted to set up a wig business and she was like, don't laugh, but I think I want to get into making wigs. And I was like, why'd I laugh? That's amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. We, we want wigs in our life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's genius. But I and think it just, that... Go on. It just takes one person to believe in you because quite often you've got 50 people that aren't believing you. And sometimes you just need that one person to go, I get it. And I think it's an incredible idea. Also, have you tried this as well? Because when you, like, if you tell someone I'm going to set up a hair salon, because it's been done, they understand what that model looks like and they understand the concept of it so that doesn't seem as scary as a wig business when there probably aren't a lot of wig businesses that look particularly successful in Portsmouth so I think that it's all around like if your idea is very radical yeah not many people will get it but actually the more radical the more niche and the more niche the more you can charge and well could you imagine if, you know 10 years ago we said we're going to set up a business getting people naked in a river. Yeah, exactly. And and also, I think that people always put so much pressure on themselves to really want that end product and everything to be perfect. And the truth is that businesses are an evolutionary project mm. that go on over years and years and transform every time you transform as a person, but also with the climate, with other people, with seasons. There's so many things that will transform a business and add really lovely rich layers to it that almost the idea is like the birthplace of it but taking action and doing it alongside other women is what makes it less lonely and I do I do really love um I love seeing all the women do well and I love like you know the female creative she came to me and and we had an hour's coaching session and and I was like, so what's going on? You know, and she said, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not creative. <laughs> and that just makes me laugh so much now that she's got a business called the Female Creative. The female creative. Because we all are creative. Like yeah, we really yeah. are. Yeah. And definitely. I love that. I think so many times we see an idea and we're like, well, I thought that like a few years ago. I can't believe I didn't do that. And my biggest thing to anybody now thinking of an idea that you think it's too silly or too crazy or it's ne never going to catch on is just try it because you don't want to kick yourself and go, oh, I did think of that idea, but now someone's taking it. Like, just go out and do it and put your twist on it because yeah. you will. You, you don't want to regret it. And I think what's what's the worst that can happen, you know? Um, I, there's so many things that you know what's happened over the last year especially in lockdown loads of incredible businesses have come from it and it's really nice to see that people are taking the risk and it's probably the best time to take a risk I think with regards to being at home you know not having to work we've got no 
no juggling I guess um, and also I think people at the moment because anxiety is so high taking risks right now seems like um you know a risky thing to do it seems like a silly thing to do or not calculated thing to do but the truth is when people take risks in a time like this they're already 10 steps ahead of everyone else because everyone else was so busy losing you know worrying about other things that if you take any kind of action at a time like this you are already ahead of the grain because of just the fact that you've made a decision you know definitely who you know, has inspired um, you the last year? Um, you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you, Ops. Um, who has inspired me over the last year? Charlotte Grant has changed yeah. how I think about things. Nicole has changed how I think about things. Cheryl, um, Cheryl's mm-hmm. been doing business coaching with me in the last year, and I loved watching her biz kids thing and and I love how it was just born really naturally. And I love businesses that are just organically born from a need of, yeah. well, I needed this in my family. And if I needed it, maybe other people need it. Yeah. And she, whenever she talked about it, she got so excited. And it was like, I love that childhood excitement coming back to people. And I was like, yeah, do it. This is the best thing I've heard. And what really I think is always me. really incredible is when you don't do it for a reason of money, obviously having money at the end of it is great. But like you just said, she did it because there was something missing. Yeah. And that's what I always think is if you can create a business because something's missing in your life and that it'd really benefit you and maybe it will make money, maybe it won't. Like things will all tie together and hopefully it will be a profit, profitable business. But that's I what just, I love. It's come from a place where a place of need. Yeah. And I, and I just think when you really lead with love and what feels right and you go with your gut financially things start to fall into place it's only when people come at things and they think I'm doing this because I should I should be doing weddings I should be taking pictures of these people I should be doing like you know most people if Cheryl was initially going to do this for corporate and for businesses and for business women and in terms of her actual um like what people were uh, happy to pay outsiders might have thought well you know are you really going to be able to get this money from kids or kids parents to be able to pay for a course but it's so specific and so niche that if that's what you want for your kids she's very easy to find and now she's had all this um press in the daily mail and in in the mirror and all kinds of things and it's so good like because there are kids out there. I remember going to Victoria's a couple of years ago and Elliot walking around trying to sell our stuff. And I was like, so embarrassed. But of course he's going to be like that because of me and Gary, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's a salesperson through and through. But I think there are some, you know, very young entrepreneurs out there that, you know, they've got that business mind. They they, there are, they are very inventive. Um, and it's really good to see that there's, there's something out there that can really help them grow. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who inspires you, Holly? Oh God, there's so many, isn't there? And you've mentioned you've mentioned loads. But do you know what? One of the ladies is Sarah Green, actually. And I know people might be like, oh, Herbalife, but just hearing her story and hearing where she's come from and where she's at now, that was one story that hit me last mm. year. And I was like, do you know what? You are one remarkable lady. Like, and you can listen back to the podcast, you'll hear her story from 
from how she got brought up but um she really inspired me last year it really really got her I feel emotional just talking about it um but what inspires me is when somebody is at rock bottom and they build themselves up um mm. you know that nothing was given to her you know and she really did um now she's got an incredible life and it's just really lovely to see but also she gives back you know at christmas she went to tesco's and she was buying stuff for people and i just think that's just beautiful that you know she's still very humble she is and and i think she's such a kind lady and and for me she was really actually and i should really say thank you to her she was pivotal in my in my um my roadmap of 2020 and where you know, I kind of surrendered when I took the lounge on. I didn't know where it was going to take me. I didn't know what was going to happen. But last year was kind of a, I'm just going to say yes to everything and yeah. see what I like doing. And, you know, when she asked me to do that 21 days thing, 21 days, it really did change my life as much as the women that messaged me and said that mm. it was transformational for them. I now know that one of my favourite things to do is to share information. And yeah. I think that, the more that I do that and the more that I accept that that might be my my next part of my next chapter um the better but she she was like you know I think you're a superstar she believes and, and in you she, she really believes in you and I think you know when people when you show somebody that you believe in what they're saying or what they're doing that's really really powerful it what is. I was going to say is um if anybody has an idea or anything like just don't be scared to message somebody that has inspired you or you feel like you need their help yeah maybe they'll ignore you but maybe they'll actually respond and be like oh my god I'd love to work with you I'd love to collaborate I'd love for us to do a project together just ask the question if you've got an idea I think like you know Sarah asked Jen like maybe if that conversation never happened things wouldn't have grown into it you know you doing what you're doing for the NHS do you know what like I just think you've got to ask, like, don't be scared now. And like we said, inspirational women's, like it is working with other women. Sometimes it's great to do things on your own, but something so amazing is doing stuff with other women, like working alongside other women is something so powerful. You can grow an idea from being a good idea to out of this world, like, like multi-million pound idea by just asking for help from other people. Yeah, definitely. And I think that in my early days of business, I saw other people as competition. And now, and I've never been too bad with a competition mindset. I've never felt like, I've never ever let it take over me. But if I saw someone do something that was similar to what I'd done, or, um, you know, someone trying to do something similar to what I'd done, or whatever, I, it would piss me off. Whereas now I just think, Oh, now it inspires me. So if I see someone do like a similar post to what I've done, I'm, I actually feel really happy that I've inspired them to do something similar to what I've done. Like yeah. what I've done must have been powerful enough for them to recreate it. And I think that's amazing, like that people are recreating what we do. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that also there is so much to go around that if you create something that's so niche, people want it that may have already wanted a photo shoot so like in the past you know in my head people go for one photo shoot a year and when we started doing liberty and then we started offering liberty like different liberty shoots and people wanted to come to loads we kind of like the model that I had in my head of how a customer's journey would be kind of went out the window and, and actually when you create something that people want 
it doesn't matter if it's four times a year or six times a year or actually 12 times a year now you know with our um, ambassadors that they want it if you make it look like it's a fun thing to do and, yeah. and that's the end of that like but beforehand I probably wouldn't have ever thought in that way um where now I you know I can see that if, if someone just suddenly started taking pictures of, I don't know, people's toe prints, I'm trying to do something yeah. from something really wacky or footprints and making them into like a map or I don't know, whatever they, mm. there will be someone out there that really likes that and that makes sense to, to them. And they might've already had their photo shoot of that year with so-and-so down the road, but that photo on, on the wall as a piece of art, they're like, yeah, I want that. I want that yeah. in my life. And that doesn't mean anything to the first photographer that they went to. It doesn't mean that they're not good enough. It just simply means that the other person made that toe print look so desirable. Exactly. And that's it. There is enough to go around. So really try this year and instead of being competitive and, and thinking everything's against you and that person's copying exactly what you do, just keep growing as a person and pe and just feel inspired like that person obviously is inspired by your work so don't let it get to you and just rise above and just carry on like yeah. working to it and I think it's yeah. honestly take it as a compliment that's what I say take it and I always if anybody does anything that I've done I'm like I take it as a compliment and think that's incredible that they want to do what I do or you know what we do with liberty anything take it as a compliment because if they weren't copying you then it means that you're not doing a great job, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially if you are in a position of being in a, you know, you are a leader and you're setting a trend, you can't do that and people not copy you. Like, you can't you can't live that life and expect no one to see your work and find inspiration in it. If you were in that position and people weren't taking inspiration, then your work is not that good. So, exactly. You know? Oh, Anyway. I've really loved everybody's post today though it's been nice to see all the tags and shares it's been so lovely and I appreciate everything that you've tagged me and Jenny and it's really nice to see um all of your photo shoots and also what inspires you it's been lovely um I wish there was more well to be fair we celebrate women every day so for us inspirational women's <laughs> day is every day but it is really nice to have it highlighted a little bit more today um yeah it was and and I think it's nice to reflect on how far we've come this year like it's been nearly a year since the first lockdown and we have learned so much about ourselves and and we've all you know we've all reconnected with our family in some weird funky way mm -hmm. but also we we can see our paths a bit clearer of what we where we need to be going next and I I feel really grateful to have for having had this time to remember like what we're doing and yeah. why we're doing it and we've had, I think that's it we've had time to we've had time to actually think you know we, we stood still a little bit and in normal life you know before 2020 we didn't ever have time for to think I don't think yeah. I don't think to think no. um and I think that's what I'm grateful for to have moments of actually having a clear mind a clear mind yeah. is something so beautiful isn't it not to have any worries not to think oh, I need to do this I need to do that um, yeah the pressure has tr has truly gone not been on us and for me like I said at, at the beginning of January I'm not going to work <laughs> I'm not going to work I'm just going to see where my energy goes and my energy went into what it needed to go to and I don't feel I, I feel like that is that is the best way to live you know to, yeah. to follow your heart and follow exactly. what feels right 
and that's exactly it and you know I've always Liberty's always been my absolute baby I say I guess I know it's yours but I always right. have a passion there. and what lockdowns you know what I've scared to is actually put my body out there and helping people feel better in their own skin which I think it's because I'm missing Liberty photography so much I'm like right I, I still have to inspire women in some way yeah definitely yeah. and I think and, that's you have, and I have seen that you know we have there has been a huge change in your um your journey and it there has been just this real acceptance of what you look like and who you are and what you know what mm. you're all about and and I really loved um Nicole's Nicole did that um course the other week and she said visibility isn't vanity and I think one of the things that we've been really criticized in the past over is that we're vain because we're yep. trying to be visible yeah and actually the we're just showing that, up then yeah exactly we're showing up and the message that we're trying to send out to the world that to accept yourself is so important but also so life-changing that yeah we need everyone to know about it actually yeah and the, and that's it you know I've I've had quite a few messages in the last few weeks saying how much I've, I've helped people and you have the same and do you know what if we can just help one person we've done our job and if it, if it means people thinking we're fame so be it I've helped someone you know go through probably like a deep eating disorder or self-hate for so long and that you know they're seeing a clearer picture of themselves that for me is what I'm here for and I think it's what you're here for too yeah exactly and and that's there's no vanity in it we're having a fun time sorry if it was vanity i'll be putting my high-waisted tuckies slimmy pants in and i definitely wouldn't be getting my tummy wobbling about but i've learned to love it and embrace it and i feel really happy at the moment probably the best place i've been in a very long time oh alba just did a big fart on the uh, oh, off yeah. anyway on that on note, that note. International Women's Day. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Um, and yeah, keep inspiring each other. Yes. Thanks, Holly. Thanks for love inspiring you. me. Love, love you. you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>